The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see, and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Well, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode with the Conscious Combo. I am your host, Pippa Leslie, and today I'm bringing you a solo episode with some of the things that I've wanted to talk about for a while, and I've been waiting for the right moment to bring it to you, really, because part of what I'm going to talk about today has involved quite a lot of healing, quite a lot of, you know, reflection and going in, you know, inward and working through some pretty heavy stuff. So. I have been on quite a journey the last few months. Um, for some of you who are new to the podcast and haven't listened to previous episodes, in May of this year, I had my first miscarriage. And that was really devastating for Chris and I, who's my husband. And it's been quite a challenging journey since then, as you know, life can be as it throws things at you. I had the miscarriage. And then we got the amazing news that our dream house was ours. So we moved into our dream house in August of this year. And then a few weeks after we moved into our house, my husband lost his father. And then three weeks after that, his stepfather passed away and we had to rush off to America. And whilst we're in America, our beautiful home was broken into. And these string of events were really challenging, as you can imagine. You know, other things happened around that time that would probably seem minor. You know, I had like my engagement ring break, things were breaking around us. It was just a lot of shifts, a lot of changes happening for us. And as a person, I'm always the type to see the good in something that is happening for me. So, you know, the miscarriage was really unfortunate. It was really devastating, but it was a big push for me to focus on my health, to lose some weight. And yeah, prioritize my health in general and also to help other women too, because so many people go through miscarriage, baby loss, and it's not spoken about enough. You know, going through something so traumatic definitely makes you question your body. It makes you question your health. 
I definitely had those thoughts of feeling like a failure and that my body's failed me. And I think it's really important to acknowledge those feelings. And I held on to a lot of resentment back then. A lot of my spiritual teachers that I follow, like Wayne Dyer, Neil Donald Walsh, they went through some really traumatic events in their life and them traumatic events led them to become more enlightened and to heal and to go deeper. And I feel like it has done that, but there has been that, that resentment just stuck within me, which I think is really normal to feel. So validating that that is a really normal thing to feel, you know, resentment that, you know, why did God take my baby away from me? And I think, you know, that inner child, that little girl in me was obviously really annoyed and angry and trying to move through the anger as well in a safe space has been really powerful for me. And then obviously going through supporting my husband, losing both of his fathers, which was really devastating, you know, losing them so close together, but also seeing the good in that moment too, you know, them both passing quite close together and being able to go over to America to the funeral and to help with family and support family. There was always a blessing in in something really challenging and upsetting. So it's nice to be able to see those blessings in everything we do and everything we go through. Now, the house break-in, on the other hand, was a different kettle of fish for me. It was very violating for me. I It was very targeted at me, so it wasn't, nothing was stolen and it was of a sexual nature. I won't go into too much detail because of the, we're actually obviously, you know, still in the case with the police. But it was definitely very violating for me and it was our dream home. So coming back from America to obviously, you know, our home and the fingerprint people had been in here and the police had been in here I knew I needed to sage the house from top to bottom so I remember lighting these big massive bunches of sage and the the smoke that came off the sage was absolutely incredible we did the outside the house we did the land we did every single room just to move that real stagnant energy and what I think's really beautiful about the break-in even though it was really really hard and it was very like rare for where we live I think it brought the community together so it brought me closer to my neighbors because I'm new in on the street I'm new to the home I'm new to the town it brought our our neighbors closer together we've set up like a neighborhood watch we've got whatsapp groups going we talk and we look out for each other you know we've had cameras in place you know so it's it's really brought that community tribe together and I think that's beautiful and I said to them at the meeting if I had to be a catalyst for that change, I'm okay with that. And to be at that place where you see these challenges as blessings is an amazing place to be because we can sit in that negative, crappy, shitty energy for so long, it eats away at us and it doesn't serve doesn't serve us. It's okay to be pissed off. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to have those moments where you just want to be a bitch. Because things are going to piss you off day to day, from moment to moment. But the key is to not dwell in those emotions. It's to allow those emotions up to give, you know, to be seen, to be heard and allow those emotions to leave our body. 
Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. I have started my master's degree as a somatic trauma-informed coach and leader, and it's with Caroline Strawson. And she is, she's she's been teaching this for a long time, and this is the first time that she's got it accredited to be a master level, level seven. And I'm learning about the nervous system, about the different parts of the brain. I'm learning about trauma, different types of trauma, our trauma responses. And I've always been so intrigued with this topic. I've always loved this topic. And now I'm learning more about it from a teacher and I'm applying it into my own life. I'm doing assignments. It's definitely making me go deeper myself. And I think doing this degree is going to be awesome for when I step into the career world again after I've finished studying to help more people. And so many of us have different trauma that we have gone through. And I think reflection of myself, what I've been through over the last six months, you know, has been traumatic. And I think we have to honor ourselves and work through our trauma. And the people I've been following, the books I've been reading, they truly believe you can heal your trauma. And I believe that too. And it's a choice to be, I'm going to heal myself because I want to heal myself. And I think knowing that I'm studying that now, I'm just so proud of myself because I know it's going to help so many people around the world. So eventually next year, I will be a level seven qualified somatic trauma-informed coach and leader with a specialization of narcissistic abuse as well. So I'm really excited to learn about that because I know so many clients come to see me and they've had abuse and they've had really traumatic childhoods. And it's really difficult because I'm such an empath and I feel what they feel and I have to remember to ground myself and to cleanse myself because I take on so much of my client's pain and, you know, if we don't cleanse and let it go, it can really sit with us and it can bleed into our into our life and our relationship. So, yeah, there's been a lot going on in my life and I wanted to share it really because I haven't really been putting a lot of it on socials and I've been trying to take more time off my phone. And just to touch on that before we finish as well, I have been putting my phone away and I've bought myself a watch so I can monitor my messages on my watch. I found myself on my phone all the time. I was checking socials all the time. I was replying to clients all the time and I was just wasting time on a daily basis on my phone. So I've decided to put it away and I've been doing that for the last four or five days And it's interesting, over the weekend, I posted a video on my socials. If you haven't followed me on socials, my Instagram is I am Pippa Leslie and my Facebook is QHHT Pippa Leslie. And I posted a video on there and it was about addictions and how if we treat our phones like addictions because they are, I was feeling like I was having withdrawals over the weekend because I'd not been on my phone and it's like withdrawals, like I'm thinking about my phone all the time. And it was interesting to be in that space. And my husband, Chris, was actually reflecting back to me how he's seen that I've been more irritable and on edge 
And isn't that normal with like addictions when we start to like cut sugar out, if we've had drug addictions, alcohol addictions, whatever it is, you know, we're still moving through an addiction process. And I think the fact that I've started to implement that into my life and maybe going on my phone twice a day now for a short amount of time, having my watch here as well on my wrist is helping a lot. And my time has freed up so much and I feel calmer. I feel like I've got more time in the day. I'm not as overwhelmed. So yeah, I've made some positive changes in the sense of that and and my addiction to my phone. And I will happily say that I was definitely addicted to my phone. And yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy ride. I've made some changes with my work. So I'm no longer having clients come to the house. I have a beautiful sleep out on my property, which my parents are actually doing up right now. My parents are visiting from the UK and they're, they're going to be staying in that sleep out, but that's actually my workspace. So, you know, having people at the house has been uncomfortable for me, as you can imagine, because I've been going through the healing process of a break-in and working through the, you know, the healing for that and just making those changes and honoring what I need. I think that's a really really powerful thing to do is that you know you go through something challenging and you make the changes you need to make yourself feel good and better you know some some days are hard for me some days I get triggered and that's fine and I work through those emotions and I work through those triggers but I think when we make the positive changes in our life to benefit us is always a beautiful thing so moving clients from my home into my sleep out has been a real positive change for me And I really, really hope that's going to be amazing for me because it just gives me that space to be able to have the workspace and I can come back into my home and have my home as my home. So yeah, it's just been lots going on and lots of positive things going on too. Starting my master's degree, my parents are visiting from the UK for three months, going through different changes in my life and shifts in my life and going deeper with this spiritual journey going deeper with my trauma, going deeper with my healings, just so I can, when I go deeper in myself, the deeper I can help you. And that's a big, big goal and dream of mine to keep going deeper within so I can help so many people. And yeah, what a beautiful journey it is though. Like a lot of the things I've been through the last six, seven months have definitely reminded me of Neil Donald Walsh and Wayne Dyer's kind of things. He would say, go through a really challenging experience And in the end of it, it would enlighten me even more. It would have like an awakening. And it feels that way as well. I definitely had the human experience kicking in where I was pissed off at God for taking my baby away from me and pissed off at the break-in and pissed off at so many things. And that was okay. And I've said it out loud and I've journaled on it and I've had therapy and I feel better. And that anger is releasing and it's amazing because I've just stored anger for so long. I'm not an angry person. I've never been able to show anger. I'm just not comfortable with anger. But my therapist has been helping me through that and obviously working through anger in a safe space. And that's been awesome to be able to release that. My body feels lighter already. So I hope you've taken some little nuggets from this episode. I really was dying to come on to talk about this because it's been a really wild ride, but it's also been a really eye-opening you know, ride as well. And it's awakening me as well. So If any of you can resonate with any of this story and you've got any advice or you've got any tips or you just resonate with it, just send me a message because I really love hearing from you all. And yeah, wherever you are in the world, please take care. If you're new to the podcast, hi, I'm so glad you're here. And if you could leave me a review, that would be absolutely awesome because getting this podcast out to more people is a huge goal of mine. 
I've been podcasting for almost four years now and I absolutely love it. And there's more interviews to come and there's more podcast episodes to come. So keep an eye out for them. Subscribe if you can as well, because you'll get the download straight on your phone. And it's awesome to keep them on track. So yeah, I'm sending you all the love from New Zealand. Thank you so much for listening and I'll chat to you all soon. Bye guys. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.